to the Tao of Self-Confidence, episode 597. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yapchan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is a woman of many talents, and I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Melody Garcia. Melody, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more by yourself to our listeners. Sure. I am doing outstanding, and I am excited to be part of your podcast, listening to from your listeners around the world. So a little bit about me. I don't even know where to begin. It's just been a beautiful journey. So I'm an international best-selling author, co-author of a book titled Women Who Influence, which uh, the book also landed in the Library of Congress here in the United States. I am a television host for my own show, Melody in Motion with Manila Up TV. I'm also a writer, an award-winning writer for that same magazine that writes about life journey stories of breakdown to breakthrough. I also have founded UNICEF Children's Advocacy Team, the 14th United States Children's Advocacy Team that represents 190 countries and millions of children in global advocacy. And I'm what they call an executive speaker level and a transformational catalyst coach. Wow, thanks for sharing that. And Melody, what's your cultural background? I am a very proud Mabuhay Filipino-American. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Melody, what'd be your favorite self-confidence quote? So interestingly enough, I this is more of a gifting quote, and it's a quote that I live by, by Irma Bombeck, and it goes, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say I used everything you gave me. Thanks for sharing that great quote. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? So how do I define self-confidence? Well, the best to my ability on how I would describe it, based on my own ex- experiences, is the ability of accepting and acknowledging my own imperfections and flaws that actually allowed for me to grow. It's being free of my own judgments and being compassionate and gentle towards the judgment of others that have been thrown my way because of the understanding that it's truly the reflection of their own pain. And then on top of that, being grateful for my own gifts and uniqueness that enabled me to attain heights of true servant leadership that has become an impact to generational legacies. Thanks for sharing that great definition. I love how you mentioned, you know, accepting your imperfection and flaws to allow yourself to grow, right? Most of us, we see our imperfections and flaws as something that's bad, right? Or as curses, right? And a lot of that had to do with, I'm pretty sure a lot of your guests have mentioned, not only self-limiting beliefs, but to me, it is a conditioning of an environment, whether it's cultural, family, religion, dictations, it's literally just, just labels that you were born into. Yeah, totally. You know, the programming that we've been had since, like, we've been programmed since we were kids, right? So it's important to realize that our flaws and, and imperfections actually are probably our greatest strengths when we can see it that way. It just makes things a lot better and a lot easier, and we can have that confidence to go out there and do what we want. So thanks for sharing that great definition. And, and another, yeah, and another thing that I do, I do want to touch on, it's it's not only 
you know, the fact that we were programmed or born into it. We also have to be compassionate because those that have influenced our lives at a very young age, whether it's our parents, grandparents, and again, environment, have been conditioned that same way. So it's not even to their maybe degree of understanding or fault because that was the environment that, you know, you got, you got to look at the, the history of it. Those are the things that has just been repeated down different generations until it came to, you know, folks like us or women like us that said, okay, there has to be more to this than, than the conditioning. Totally. Thanks for sharing that. And Melody, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? So my life before the discovery of self-confidence was pretty much a routine like everyone else. I know that whatever I had done, I was good. But it wasn't really living a life of fulfillment. I've attended one of Tony, well, several of Tony Robbins' seminars, and he described it perfectly. It was more as, you know, I lived in a box, meaning a house, to only, you know, drive a box, a car, to work in a box called a cubicle, to stare at a box the whole time, and then to go home to a box, to turn on a box, and then plug into another box. So you literally lived in a, in, you know, I lived in a very boxed, quote unquote, life. And, you know, it's what most of us have been conditioned to do. Thanks for sharing this. Yeah, and it's so true, right? We've all done that routine. You know, you like you wake up, get ready for work, go to work, come back home, you know, eat dinner, go to sleep, and then it's on repeat, right? Yeah, turn on the TV, look at your cell phone. I mean, just it's, it's a routine, like as, a, as you know, as described, it's like a box. Yeah, and it's, it's like Groundhog Day every day, like that movie, Groundhog Day. And yeah, and it's something we all go through, right? And we know sometimes, like, there's just a point in our life where we realize there has to be more than this, right? And what was that point in your life when you realized you can do and be more and have that confidence to go out there and do what you want and do what you love? What was that aha moment? So interestingly enough, I've been gifted, you know, with many talents, as we alluded to earlier, and one of that is singing. It was actually not until, and, and you know, I've, I've excelled in, in a lot of different things, just like a typical, you know, Filipino-American or Asian at this point. It wasn't until the Philippines, believe it or not, was hit with Typhoon Haiyan back in 2013. And regardless how far I've been from home since I left in 1986, it was wanting to do something after seeing just the horrifying stories that was coming from, from Tacloban. I actually turned on the internet news that was at that time uncensored and saw this woman who lost her children and she was holding both of them. And, you know, and the story became that she couldn't even bear them for days. It was at that moment of her pain breaking my own soul. That's me around the world where I actually uttered a prayer and said, help me help them and activate all the gifts she had given me to help me reach them. And what was supposed to be an initial idea, inviting 20 of my friends to be to a cabaret concert, turned into this miracle movement, God-led, that within three weeks now becomes a full-blown concert here in, the, in Florida, attended by nearly 650 people to capacity. When I say I had spent no money between performers, between the audit to concert hall, and, you know, sponsors like PepsiCo approaching me, within three weeks, this is now a full-blown concert. That actually ended up lead, impacting over 20,000 lives, building sustainability garden, restructuring of homes, and, and so many other miracles that came after that. That was my big aha moment of going, my gosh, if I was activated to be able to help humanity without living or without leaving my own living room for three weeks, not knowing where this was going other than that desire, you know, to really make an impact. And that was the result. What else am I capable of doing? That was my big aha moment right there. 
Thanks for sharing that. And I think that's great, especially, you know, with the power of the internet, we can actually use it to create, you know, good in our lives, right? Just because you're not in the Philippines doesn't mean you can't help. And, you know, they always say, you know, one person can make a difference. And you're that example, you know, you just decided to help the people who got hit with the typhoon, and you didn't know how it was going to happen, but you just made it happen. And, you know, as women, we learn to, we, we learn to figure it out along the way. And it, you know, like you mentioned, from 20 people to now full blown concert, which I think is amazing and helping 20,000 lives, which is great. So you never know what you're capable of until you just go out there and do it. And because of that, what's your life been like now? So that led to all those different things that we talked about. And, you know, I decided to just keep saying yes. I figured it out along the way. So when I was approached to actually do the magazine write-up for what they call a startup, Manila Up magazine, based out in Hollywood, California, originally they wanted me to write up about an article, Who's Who in Orlando, and I actually rejected it. I said, no, that's going to just create this this curiosity gap. What I wanted to do was now use my time, you know, coming from from everything that's called One Night, One Voice, you know, the, the Typhoon Haiyan event, is use my time wisely because I knew that whatever I wrote, somebody was going to pick it up and it was going to influence their their mindset. So being very careful with, with the projects that I aligned myself with, well, because I decided to go against the grain of, again, uh, typical traditions, I decided, and thank God for Sonia Bermejo, who was very open to my ideas. She said, yes, go ahead, write whatever you want to you feel like writing. And I started writing about life journeys, stories of breakdown to breakthrough. That led to, again, just a, a set of miracles with the, one, the biggest names in the world, some of the biggest influencers in the world coming my way without me having to chase them. One of them is Dr. Steve Maribel. He's the most quoted man alive with a 50 to 100 million reader reach. And there was a few more, you know, that went before him. And from the onwards, then the television pilot show happened. And then, you know, uh, being tapped into the shoulder to to co-author a book of Landa Library of Congress that then opened the doors for me to now speak at one of the biggest women empowerment summit in the United States space called the United States of Women. You know, to be a Filipino-American, probably the only one, if not there was only two of us, out of the sleuth of female speakers, in my case, to be invited to it as part of a panel, looking at, Michelle, you know, former First Lady Michelle Obama on stage, Jane Fonda, Tanara Burke's The Fanner and Two, Black Lives Matter. I mean, every single... I would say most powerful women within the United States space was on this roster, and my face was part of the program. In fact, it was right next to Michelle Obama. You know, that that was humbling. And then just a couple of weeks ago, I, I was invited to share the stage with Les Brown, who's the world's greatest motivational speaker. And I was the only female you know, speaker out of a lineup of 15 that, you know, polarized the entire theater and got multiple standing ovations because I shared from my heart. So, you know, when, when you think back of to living in a box and breaking all four corners of the box to really have a global impact, that, that says something about the reason why you have to, to get out of your own comfort zone. Thanks for sharing that. I think that's amazing what you've done and what you've accomplished. And, you know, just having that representation truly matters. I always say representation matters, right? Especially for Asian women. You just, you know, when you see someone that you can relate to and realize what is possible, then you can see what's possible in your own self. And I think that's great that you've been able to be in one of the biggest, you know, conferences for women in the United States and, you know, speak side by side with Les Brown, you know, being the only woman and being the only Asian woman too. It's, 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 It's a start, right? 
It is. And in fact, a couple of the things that I'll, I will share with you real quickly is that when I, whenever I'm asked, you know, with, with that start again, it's, it's just been there's more speaking engagements where people look at me, ask me, how are you landing, especially with former First Lady Michelle Obama and, you know, just that panel right there, the, the you know, two day speaker lineup. And I smile because one of the questions I was asked is, what do you bring to the table? And I said, well, first of all, you have an untapped market for Asian Americans, Filipino Americans and females combined. I said, that's what I bring to the table is literally opening doors. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for, you know, creating and breaking the, that ceiling, right? So thanks again. And, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey to self-confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her? Don't ever listen to the own noises of limiting beliefs that is in your head. I'm going to actually give a couple of tips here. So to me, I've always been very spiritual in a way. If I will say God first, service to humanity second, and he will always put you first. You cannot you know, do anything without faith. Who you surround yourself with is, is highly critical because you are the sum average of who you, who you hang out with. So if you want to be the best speaker, are you surrounded by best speakers? You want to be a millionaire? Are your coaches millionaires? Are the people around you millionaires? That's a shortcut to success right there is who is who are you hanging out with? Get really clear on what you want to achieve in life and accept who you really are, knowing and believing that you are wonderfully made for the purpose that you alone have been gifted with. Thanks for sharing those great tips. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do or check out some of your work, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? Sure. On Facebook is Melody Garcia. On Instagram is Melody Garcia VIP. And that's the same for Twitter. Websites is MelodyGarcia.org and MelodyGarcia.com. Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Melody, you can also head on over to the TowSelfConfidence.com and search for Melody's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Melody for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much, Melody. Well, I am very honored to be part of whatever I can contribute to your own journey and to your podcast listeners. I'm very humbled by this. Awesome. It was really great having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. Visit our website at thetowofselfconfidence.com to check out cool resources, blog articles, show recaps, and so much more. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. 